Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. You're <laughs> <laughs> trying to hold that in for What's happening out oh. there, podcast land? What's good, oh. y'all? Oh, we got the giggling. <laughs> We start laughing while the intro's playing, and we can't let it out loud. Yeah, so you're you're doing good explode. till the 15 minute mark of that intro. <laughs> yeah. Dan fusses at us if we laugh in the middle of his intro. I'm gonna have to start muting the mics until that gets over, and then hit them. Oh, I'll, now he I'll forget us. to I'll forget Dude. to unmute my. Why myself. you didn't do Dude. that, <laughs> bro? Because I'm terrified I, I'll mute somebody and not unmute them. Hey, so <laughs> God, not that that's done that. <laughs> We're so glad you guys are with us. I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of uh, Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of Marion. I got with me once again my home hey spice, Miss Good and Ready over there. She told me she was good and ready for good tonight. And, ready. and um, <laughs> producer DJ Dan, um, who was over there with his who he had on. Um, I'm kind of ready and okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my lanta, my uh, lanta. Didn't roll off the tongue like good and ready. I guess. Good and ready. That's what she said. I said, are you ready? I'm good and ready. All right, let's go. Is that a candy bar? Um, no, good and that, plenty. That? Good yeah, and there plenty. you go. There you go. Or good candy. I found that I good and plenty is not good and plenty. I do, you know. Just to, you I haven't had that in a long time. Three Musketeers is where it's at, let me tell you. Mm. You know, I I have gluten allergies, so I can't eat many of them. My favorite was Twix. Yeah, that's a good one. And look, then last night on Twitter, um, I saw somebody that whose um wife made them put lined up Twixes all in this eight by thirteen thing <laughs> and poured brownie mix over them and oh. made Twix brownies. Oh. Dear Jesus, that's <laughs> manna from heaven. I don't know. That's manna from I heaven. I do brownies brother. with Oreos. Same kind of thing. That's not Twix, though. Okay, but I'm just saying it's really good. <laughs> but you know, hey, in truth, um, it amazes me how we get off on <laughs> right off the bat. Our opening little five minutes are just you know, really <laughs> the people see us the gluten free Oreos. Oh, sister, I got some in my drawer right here yeah, beside him to my left. That's usually my if I've had a really good day eating wise. <laughs> I treat myself to two or three or ten. <laughs> see, I was about to say I treat myself with a pack. <laughs> I hear you. So, hey, go ahead and turn your Bibles as we're as we're starting, um, finishing up um, the Lord's Prayer, and pretty much this is it for um, Sermon on the Mount stuff too. Okay. You know, we sort of left, and came back, and came back, and then we went over yonder to um, the Ten Commandments, and then you decided we were leaving that. We, did we ever deal with the last couple? I don't remember. You said we were going to get to it in the Sermon on the Mount, but we I don't know that we ever actually did. I don't know. But hey, it's our podcast, That's right. and we're moving on. I don't know where we're going. We'll figure that out Go next wherever week. wherever you want to. That's, That's right. right. So, <laughs> we, um, so, but we're going to jump over to uh, Matthew 7. Now, here was a conundrum that we had. Yep. Um, some manuscripts and in, in, in Bibles have... Um, a little bit more after, but deliver us from evil. Evil, not right. evil. <laughs> evil. Um, and some don't. Right. And, and they're, they're, so whatever. Uh, you know, I, I'll let whatever deal with that. We're just going to jump to 
Matthew chapter 7. Right. Because um, I don't want to get into that. And, right. Well, you know, however it is. We just made that we prayed a little bit and then that we're going to sort of end here because it sort of jumps off on what we talked about yesterday, um, last week. And, um, well, and we sort of we sort of mentioned it, so yes. it's good yes. to hit it and really talk about it because yeah. it is important. So I don't I don't know where we're going to be going next week with this. No, I don't. We'll know. figure that out when we get there. Yeah, we don't <laughs> usually plan ahead, so yeah, usually the Sunday before. <laughs> we we've been through all that. So hey, while you miss Mona, anything else before we get started? No. no. Well, I mean, we pretty much we talked about Twix, Three Musketeers, Good and Plenty. <laughs> Knocked out all the important stuff. And, um, <laughs> Oreos. Oreos. Yeah. And, and now we're let's good. get on to some scripture, That's man. Right. All right. Um, and guys, well, I had said earlier on this this year that we might don't deal with the Kings. Oh, no, well, that's not happening. <laughs> that was a momentary lapse. Good to have dreams. <laughs> yeah. Well, sooner or later, we may deal with some, but not right now. Don't There's a break. couple we could cover. Yeah, we could do a couple, but I'm not into it right now. Okay. I don't know where we're going to go, but no, we'll, we'll talk saying, about that. There's a couple we could cover. Well, you could hit King David. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And King Solomon. There's a couple others that did some good things. And didn't some last. Others but that did, did terrible not, things. Right? Like Ahab. Right. Or Manasseh. Right. I heard a sermon once on him called The Meanest Man to Ever Live. Hmm. And he was pretty. But, right. you know, then at the end of his life, he sort of turned. Yeah. And. Had came back to the Lord there at the very end of his life. So, if that dude could get saved, man, right. anybody there you could. Go, there you, know? you go. So, um, hey, why don't you read okay. and then say a prayer and right. then we'll jump in. All right, Matthew seven seven through eleven. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be open. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks him for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Father, we um, come before you and offer up this podcast, and we um, pray that you would speak through us, Holy Spirit, in that... Um, we would speak truth and from your word and not our words. And Lord, so bless our time and bless those who are listening. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So um, a couple of things. We did also, um, some point last year, I think it was last fall, we did um, a series, couple, three, four, on some out-of-context verses. Yes. Do you remember those? Yep. Um, I think this is another one. Okay. Because it's sort of in, and I think I mentioned to you when uh -huh. you first got here. This is sort of this passage is sort of in the Romans eight twenty eight right. um, vein, as in this is not a blank check. Right. Mm -hmm. It it in, in two different ways. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's not for the unbeliever. Right. He's talking to believers about this. He's talking about those who love him and seek him. And number two, um, I've totally forgot. <laughs> Secondly, it's not just oh, and it's not just where you can just say I want it, so give it right, to me. Right. So those are two. One is for not for the unbeliever, and two, it's just not a blank check for the believer either. Right. It's listen. I could sit here and say I want a million dollars. Right. Okay. And I can say, asking you receive. Ask, right. You shall receive. <laughs> seeking, you know, you'll find. Knock and it'll be open. So right. there you right. go. You said it, God. That that's not the whole deal. Right. And then thirdly, I want us to see um, quickly. Then I'm gonna let you talk. You and Dan. 
I love how it's it's wedged in here. You know, mm-hmm. talk about context. Yep. So in the first six verses, he's talking about judge not that you not be judged, and he talks about the don't worry about the speck in your brother's eye, get the log out of your own eye, mm-hmm. and then he jumps in the next one to the golden rule. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of a bridge passage, as it were. I'm, like God saying, all right, I want to get you through that whole deal of the log in your eye to the golden rule and treating others. So. Here's something that I want you to do. Let's take a breath. It's almost like a breath. I would mm-hmm. move it as a breath mm-hmm. passage, not even a, a bridge, a breath passage. Just take a breath. Understand what I want to do for you because I'm a good, good father. Right. I don't care what Drew says. a good right. song. <laughs> um, and then we get on to the golden rule. Right. Well, and so um, as, you, as we look at this and as we look at each thing that is um, talked about, as I was reading it today and and thinking about, you know, it could have very easily have have flowed right after the Lord's Prayer that the Lord was teaching his disciples how to pray because um, it sort of builds on those um, principles, those things that he was teaching. Um, and I mean, and it directly especially brought me right back to our Father in Heaven, when, which, you know, Jesus said to start your prayers with. And so... Um, but it, I, I felt like it just sort of built on that. So I'm glad that we decided to talk about that today because mm-hmm. I feel like it sort of finishes that, even yes. though there's lots of stuff in between, in between chapter 6, verse 13, and chapter 7, verse 7, that Jesus taught. Um, but it, it definitely connects to that. And, Absolutely. And so I'm glad that we're covering it. Hey, and just while I was reading, you know, scanning through something as I was studying today, too, and I, I saw this quote that I missed when we dealt with Our Father, which art in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um that's just not a declaration of faith. It's a declaration of war. Yeah. One one author wow. said that is obviously because mm-hmm. it's a declaration of war against the enemy yeah. to say our Father which art in heaven. Right. I, I don't know who needed that, but there you go. <laughs> now let's just jump in. So anyway, so this is for and it really it talks about our. It's amazing, and I've said it so many times. The key word for the unbeliever is faith, mm-hmm. so they can get saved. Right, mm-hmm. that, you know, you're saved by faith. The key word for the believer is obey. Yes. It's obedience. Right. God desires slash expects us to live in obedience. Are you going to fall short? Yes, we all do. There there are no perfect people. But he expects you to strive for obedience. And that's really what this is about because there's several other passages, and I want to go to some of those that that sort of I believe it, and I know that you love this scripture interprets scripture. Yep, so it sort of uses some very similar terminology that speak about obedience mm-hmm. and, and speak about um, how you ask in faith. Right. Um, that I want to look at um, as we go through this. Okay. So what is your first, when so when we think about ask seeking and knocking, what does it really tell us? What is it telling the believer to do? When back to back to back, we get ask, seek, knock. What, what do you guys get? Dan, you hadn't said anything over there. <laughs> really? Straight to me? Well, no, to me, it just points to relying on God. Uh, you know, realize your shortcomings, realize you can't do it, and then realize you don't have to because God is looking for opportunities to provide for you. Right. Um. I've got uh, it goes a little further than that, but it, it, that gets into the second half of this. I'm going. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> so, what do you think? Well, um, it, I sort of see it as a progression, and mm-hmm. that um, because what it's teaching us is to um, 
be continuous in our prayers and be persistent in our prayers. And as we ask, then we need to do more than that. We need to seek. And then as we seek, we need to do more than that. We need to knock. But individually, they also are different things. But um, together, I think that the I see it anyway as kind of a progression. You just gave me a thought. I, I was going to say, they're all giving I mean, me it, really weird it just, looks. It so I'm not really me. sure what's happening. So, I was just giving you a weird look so I can make you laugh. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I see. It's making me sweat, but it's okay. Whatever. That's, that's just his face. Don't bring it up. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, my face is the way it is. It's cheesy peasy. Let's see him make his point. So the. Well, it's a progression, but by, by, I look at it in a little bit different light. That if you if you don't recognize something, you ask about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you recognize it. Well, then you're asking where it's at, so you're seeking yes. it. You don't knock until you've already done those first two, because yeah. then you know where the source is, and you're trying to have access to it. Yep. That's Good I word. never thought of it that Good way. Word, Dan. What does it say about us, though? What is it? All right, I'm leading you somewhere. Okay. I haven't done this in a while. I'm trying Your turn, Mona. Go. Trying to, trying to what What is it saying about us as as believers slash humans that we have to have these three commands, if as it were, um, concepts? What does it say about us as as believers in our prayer life and our um, desires for things from the Lord, what does it say about us that he tells us we got to ask, seek, and knock? And you may not get it. If you don't, that's okay. I'll, I'll go with what I'm thinking. I have no idea. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is that we um, would give up too soon. Bingo! <laughs> it's so scary when I can read his mind. Bingo! <laughs> and and I think Way to go, yo. <laughs> I'm glad it went to you because I was nowhere near that, I'll be honest. <laughs> Take it for well, that is what it is. We give I, up. We're right. a bunch of slackers. I mm. think that we um you know, and and I've heard people te- in teaching and preaching ask, is there something and you may have even asked it in some point, but you know, is there something that you've been praying about for a month? Is there something that you've been praying about for a year? Is there something that you've been praying about for five years? And and how many people would um, be able to say that they have that stick to itiveness mm-hmm. to pray right. for something for that long? And and I don't know that I can say answer yes to those questions. And because we want the answers now. McDonald's drive yes, through window. Right. And yep. so if we don't get those answers now, then we just sort of give up. Um, and we figure it's not important, and so God knows what I need, and He'll give it to me when I when He wants to, and and then we just quit. Well, I think a lot of times we take God slow to, as, as a, a no. no, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's only really three responses you get from right. God: go, no, or slow. Right. And we take His slow for a no too often. Yes. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I've I've talked about that, you know, it, because sometimes it's really God's teaching you something. You could be praying about it. For somebody's salvation, and it happened. It hasn't happened in in a while. I think probably, and and this is I'm, I don't want to break my arm trying to pat myself on the back, but this plays into this. I do have this one person I've been praying for for about a year now, yeah. and there's no there's no movement. Mm-hmm. I mean, flat no movement, mm-hmm. right. none. Right. I mean, sickening none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm going. All my prayers get past the ceiling, <laughs> and and I just I come back to this. Yes. A lot of times I sort of just come back and say, "Ask, seek, and knock, Hank." And and 
I guess I'm still I, I don't know what I don't know what stage I'm in right now. Right. right. You figure after a while you pass the ask point, you start <laughs> you're seeking. Because I'm seeking the face of the Lord and trying to figure out what and, and I guess this is human terminology, what I can do to help, but there's right. nothing mm-hmm. I can do right. other than keep praying. And right. so and and one person said this in this, so I'm still I've stolen this quote from somebody. <laughs> he said, um, don't ever give up mm. because the father is at the door, not a servant. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when you finally get the breakthrough, the one that opens the door is the one you want to talk to yep. anyway, yeah. and he's going to answer right, it. So right. it's the father at the door. By the way, the door is Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there he is. And it's the Holy Spirit carrying you in the prayers that empowers you. So there's Trinity. But anyway, um, it is. It's all about this. We do quit. Let's just be honest. Right. We quit. We don't get our prayers answered, man. We just stop. Yep. Well, and that's why I think that, um, and we mentioned this last week, that um, that when, this is why it's important to study, because it's not just saying ask, it's not just saying seek, it's not just saying knock, it's the, when you look at the Greek, it's saying keep on asking, mm-hmm. keep on sinking, seeking, keep on not knocking, and it's, I read today that it's um, in a dictionary, that it's actually a command to do something in the future which involves continuous or repeated action. I think I called it a command. Yeah, so <laughs> I must not have been listening. That time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I think there's even a bigger danger than just stopping, which is what maybe I'm just revealing my own sinfulness here, but which is w- what I find myself doing, which is stopping and then relying on yourself. And, and you end up accepting something that's much less than what God wanted to give you if you would just keep pursuing. Yep, yep. Yeah, we, I, and I wonder if we'll ever get to, well, I wonder when we get to heaven, if whenever that is, if we'll see those, and everybody that God wants to get to heaven is going to be in heaven. He knows in his foreknowledge who's coming and who's not, um, and I'm not going down that rabbit trail, <laughs> which I could. But, Let's say Dan was 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 um, somebody that God knew was going to accept him, and I had been praying, praying, praying for Dan, and then working, 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 and then I just quit. A week later, Mona goes and shares with. Now it does feed into that one plants, one mm-hmm. waters. Right, right. Jesus brings right. growth, but I gave up, mm-hmm. and Mona comes along, and God's going. Look what you look what you could have been a part of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were part of it, but you quit on it. Right. We should never because Because God's going to get it done. Yeah, He's going to get it done. He's going to get the work done. Mm -hmm. And if He has to use somebody else because you've not done your right, then let's just put it blunt. You just quit. Right. Right. And so I believe this is really an it's an encouraging um, passage. Yeah. You know, I said it was a breathe passage. It's also an encouraging passage. That just because you don't get it today doesn't mean you're not gonna get it tomorrow. And by the way, just because you don't get it tomorrow doesn't mean you're not gonna get it the next day. Um, I, I, I when I read this, I, I go, um, well, let's let's go to First John chapter three. I was gonna go back to Psalm thirty-seven, but I'm not. Let's just go where it says God will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. But it's when they match up with His desires, right? And when you're asking, seeking, and knocking, some of that could be also some of that. Not only is it just God's going, some of it's God's trying to get you in line with Him. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, your your request may not be in His will, <laughs> right? And so He is doing something in you to get your will aligned with Him. So here in First John, 
my favorite book of the Bible. Chapter 3, verse 22. Listen, listen to this. And whatever we ask, da, 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 same <laughs> word, we receive from him because... Now, the word because there also means for, on behalf of, we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Yep. So I'm living in a backslidden state, and I've come asking Jesus for whatever. I, you know, I don't know that Jesus hears that prayer mm-hmm. because I'm not being obedient. Obedience brings more blessings. Right. It bring, if it bring, you know, go to, um, like, go to the end of this one, um, if a son asks for bread, who's going to give him a stone? Or if a fish, who's going to give him a servant? If then us who are evil know how to give good gifts to children, how what's God going to do if he gives more? So, yeah, when my kids were on their best behavior, they got more gifts and they got more right. um, privileges. Right. But when they're in disobedience, psh, better get them up out of my face. <laughs> and this was the second part of that, that first thought I had. And I, I, it was one of those things I never thought of again. The problem is so many of us are asking for stones and serpents and not realizing it. Wow, yep. You know, we say, well, this is what I want, but it's not good for you. So if if God is a good father, we know he is, he's not going to give you that thing that's going to ultimately harm you or harm your spiritual life, no matter how bad you think you need it or want it at that moment. Yeah. Right. And I hadn't thought of that before, but that's exactly what we do. We, wow, we thought, you know, yeah, ask yeah. for one thing, but what we're really asking for is something that either, like you said, it's either yes, no, or, or slow because we're not ready for what we're asking for. So, right. it, you know, it yep. could be something ultimately good, but he needs us to In wait. In the moment, it could not be. Right. I, I read an article um, um, about pastoring, and I meant to actually send it to you and Drew. It says, be careful the pastor that has too much success too early. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You begin to think it's all about you and not yep. all about yep. God, yep. and you fall into trouble. Yep. And what happens when you were saying that, Dan, about um, that you know you may be asking for a stone or a serpent, and that's not what God wants to give to you, but as you keep on asking and as you keep on seeking and as you keep on knocking, because that's what we're told to do, then eventually you realize why you haven't mm-hmm. gotten what you have been praying for and asking for and seeking for and knocking because it's not what, and, and so that's part of the beauty of the prayer is that, um, and we've talked a lot about don't bring your, you know, we don't want to bring our laundry list to God, but as we're praying and as we continue to ask and continue to seek and continue to knock, then our hearts are changed yeah. also. That alignment starts yes, to happen. Yes, that alignment. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just here to look good. <laughs> You guys are throwing out some truth here, man. I'm loving this. I'm just listening, man. Well, um, and like I said, that this, you know, reading that about the um, our earthly fathers and in um, that they, if the earthly fathers who are evil, <laughs> love that, know how to give good gifts, then certainly our Father who is in heaven does. And and I said how I like how that linked back to the um, Lord's prayer where we pray to our Father in heaven. So it's sort of like a um a confirmation that this is who you need. you need to come to your father. And as you said, that that's just for believers because non-believers aren't part, aren't children Their of God. Their father is the father of lies. Right. They don't right. have that relationship. Right. Yeah. And so, right. Not in a family, yo. Not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> relationship in my foot. Yeah. They're not in a family, yo. I mean, that's like me going up to somebody else's dad that I don't know and asking them to give me stuff. Yeah. That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> Well put. Uh, <laughs> you guys are on top of your game tonight, man. 
But it also reminded me about how when it says that um, that it, uh, tells us that God is going to give us good things. Um, it reminded me, and I t- I didn't write down the where it's found, so I'll never remember. But it's in um, Chronicles. In in one of the battles, they go and they as they're about to head into ba- the battle, they say, "May the Lord do what is good in His sight." And they have no idea what the outcome of the battle is. But when they, when I read that, I thought, God wants to do good things for us. He's a good, good father. Every good and perfect gift is from him. And when we are able to pray that, Lord, would you do what's good in your sight for us? Then as we're asking, and then as we're seeking, and then as we're knocking, we are also acknowledging that we only want what is good for us. Yeah. In that same vein, <clears throat> right? you know, Nathan— Look to David when David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. You remember, and I yeah, talked about right. this on one of the Wednesday nights in the past. Right. And I said, remember what Nathan said? You've given the heathens a reason to profane yes, the name yes. of God right. by your actions. And then Amos also really basically said it about the um, the about Judah, that they had done the same thing. They had given the heathens and the non-believers reasons to talk bad about the name of God because they've lived not in accordance with his will. Right, that's right. And we should always want, going back to this, God's will to be done on earth because mm-hmm. we so often don't even know what's good for us. Right. I mean, we look back. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Garth Brooks here. You know, <laughs> he sang that song, Unanswered Prayers, and so often yeah. they are some of the best ones, all the mm-hmm. unanswered ones, because they're more about serpents and stones and not about the good that we really right. need. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. Yep. Yep. So... All right, we we only got like five minutes left, yep. something like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. Um, I, I usually do a big picture. Mm-hmm. Let's do a big picture of the whole thing. Okay. Of um, Sermon on the Mount, Lord's Prayer. What's your your big picture of it? Um, it's our our heart in relation with to God. And how is your heart in relation to what the relationship you have with God and what God desires for you? And when that is the way that it's supposed to be, then we can come to him in prayer, knowing that he hears us and knowing that he will give us what is good in his sight. Mm. Well said. Oh, I gotta follow that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's no. sort of how this goes. <laughs> See, uh, yes, yeah. y'all gave me a hard time the other day. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm used to following you, but that—that's a tough act. Um, <laughs> no, the the thing that stands out is Christians, especially, we're so quick to say God is good, God is in control, but do you live it? Yes. And so, if we say God is good, it, it, when we try to. If God's good, and he is, and we understand he is, if you believe that, then you're going to say exactly what we're talking about. God, your will be done, because I know it's better than what I got. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing that, then you need to spend some time really looking at what's in your heart, because what you're trying to do is put yourself on God's throne. And that is a dangerous, dangerous game to play. We do that so often. Yep, absolutely. Um, here's mine. Trust God. Yep. Mm-hmm. He always yep. has the best for you in mind. Yep. Absolutely. There's not never one second that what God has planned in store, wanting to give you, provide you with, 
fill in the blank is not what's best for you. Yep. And even when you don't see that it's the best for you at the time. Right. So often there are things that have happened in my life. I'm pretty sure y'all be able to say the same thing. In the moment, I'm like, are you for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. then you look back and you're like, jeez, I didn't want that at the time, but I'm so glad mm-hmm. it worked out like that. Um, so just trust God. He, he He's God. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. He is good and he's perfect and he, hey, he loves you. Yep. He's never going to under-deliver. Well said. Yeah. And on that point, I want you to pray. I want to keep my mouth shut. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for the fact that we can always rely on you and always know that that you give and give abundantly and that everything you give by default because it comes from you is good. Heavenly Father, let us break from the chains of, of our own desires, which change on a whim constantly and are, are often harmful. And let us just hold tight to the fact that you are good and you always provide. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, so guys, it's been a good study, man, through the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Yep. And um, like I said, we'll figure out next week at some point. <laughs> um, so my name is Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and this is the Mosaic of Marion. I've got my home slice. Hey, everybody. Um, Miss Mona, I've got producer DJ Dan doing the riffs over there, hitting yep, the buttons. Yep. <laughs> and um, thanks, guys. Bye.